Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Tuesday. And a reminder, if you are heading to Providence, you're going to have to detour yourself around the Washington Street Bridge because they're closed down the westbound lanes. Uh, They do have plans to try to make it so that there can be some westbound traffic at some point. But right now, they are advising that if you're coming from our area, if you're coming from east of 24 that you take 24 to 495 to 95 and that's how you get into Providence because right now they have the westbound lanes closed on that bridge due to part of the original 1960s um, one of the original 1960s components is not safe and so they have to repair that immediately it's going to take two to three months so they will try to divert some of the traffic to the eastbound side but for now you have to Go around that bridge. And they're advising that if you're coming from 24, it's uh, if you're coming from east of 24, it's better that you just take 24 to 495, which is going to be the long way. But it'll if they're saying it's going to be less time doing that than it will be trying to go around the bridge itself, uh, you should probably listen to that. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tip. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Great. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling in. What's on your mind? I'd like to talk just a little briefly about uh, the businesses that are closing up in the city of New Bedford. Sure. Uh, Again, if you listen to the mayor and the city councilors, they'll tell you everything is awesome in the city of New Bedford. And I'd just like to reverse the shoes if I could. If all of these businesses that were closing were opening, we would have the mayor... And all the council is beating their chest, saying they're doing a great job. What right. happens if the businesses are closing? You know, and that's that's a fair question because, you know, one of the biggest complaints you hear from business owners is the taxes. I mean, obviously not every business that's closing directly relates to that. And there's a lot of other factors that come into play. But that's the one thing that the city can have control over. And, and to be honest with you, Tim, as time's going on, 
I still cannot find a leader at City Hall. You know, you can't find, they have a major meeting at City Hall. You have two or three of the top city councilors don't show up. Wouldn't that be their opportunity to show some leadership in this city? Well, I think the, the council tries to, um, at least under Council yeah, President Morad. Tim, Tim, Tim we, can, we can say they're trying this. We can say well, they're trying that. It's not working, Tim. Well, I was going to say they, they try to to be that one body and that that one you know no no one counselor is bigger than the body. But you're in times like this, like you're saying, you need somebody to step up and say, no, you know what, we've got to do something to help these businesses. Absolutely, Tim. And I'm and again, I mean, I hate to say it, but if if all of these businesses and we haven't even touched on the waterfront, I mean, we're closing up the waterfront, Tim. The, you go down there, those boats are three or four deep at the dock. My son has been working on fishing boats the past 15 years. He no longer works on fishing boats. He works at some of their warehouses that they have because the boats aren't going out fishing. It's written, but Tim, by the time we wake up, the fishing's gone, Tim. I, I hate to say it, but, and again, no leadership. Well, what, no what? leadership. If, if a leader steps up, what, what should that leader do? What do, you, what do you see as the pathway to try to improve some of this? Well, I mean, the only thing that we've had in this city for the past 100 years has been the fishing. I mean, we've lost all of our um, major uh, textile industries down on the waterfront. There's no more big factories. I mean, you remember when you was a kid. I, I personally remember when I was like probably five, six years old, going to pick up my grandfather at Chamberlain's. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people would come out of there. Those places are gone. So the only thing that we really have left in, in New Bedford is the fishing. And I hate to say it, but the council and the, and the mayor, they could at least beat the drum that something is wrong and, and beat it to the state delegation because they're closing up New Bedford. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, we can just keep laying praise and they're trying and they give good stories. But the end result, the citizens of New Bedford and the city of New Bedford, we're falling behind. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people agree with you on that. Yeah, it's sad, it's sad but true because, I mean, I've lived in this city almost 40 years and, and my home is going to be passed on to my children and my grandchildren, but... I mean, with the taxes going up, you just you just got to wonder how much longer. Absolutely. Well, thank you for the call. You have a great Jim, day. Thank you so. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate that big time. You don't know. Anytime. You take it easy. Th thank you again. Bye bye. And if you would like to call in, 508-996-0500. You can also hit that app chat button on the WBSM app. But and and that is a direct effect on the community as a whole is when these larger businesses have to close up shop. You know, like the caller was saying, the textile industry basically leaving the city. But we're also seeing a lot of small businesses that are having trouble staying afloat. And some of that is, you know, the, the, the economy itself. Some of that is in certain instances, you know, extenuating circumstances for that, for those owners, for that family. You know, for example, uh, you know, this is public knowledge now, but Cafe Italia closing was because of health issues. 
So that those kind of things pop up now and then. But then you have stories where people have tried to make a go of it and they just can't anymore. So, for example, one business we found out about last week that's going to be closing up is, is Healthy Bites Meal Prep, a company that's been around for, I think, like eight years and who have done a fantastic job, but on December 22nd, they're closing up shop. That the high price of food is making it harder and harder for them to do what they do, especially because, you know, they're not... Obviously, with a name like Healthy Bites, you you have an idea of what they're doing there. They're not using processed foods. They're not using, they're not cutting corners there. They're giving you good quality, authentic food that's good for you. And as anybody that tries to eat food that's good for them knows, it costs a lot more than the stuff that isn't. And they've tried to battle and they've tried to, to stay above water, but... COVID and inflation and all of that finally took its toll. And so now they're closing down December 22nd. Then you also have a restaurant that opened up just prior to the pandemic in 2019. Taking over a space that had long been a New Bedford institution, Chuck's China Inn. That being Crave Restaurant and Bar. So they opened up in 2019 with its... Asian fusion menu and also it's Cajun seafood boils, which um, I had the pleasure of going there and, and enjoying. It's definitely not something that I could do on a regular basis. It was a lot of food. I needed somebody to go with me and nobody wanted to go with me. And it was, you know, it's a, it's, it was a little pricey, but it was a, a, a thing that a lot of people went out and enjoyed. But they are announcing, they have announced that they have permanently closed Crave. And they wanted to thank everybody for, you know, what they, for, for all the support that they got. But again, it just wasn't enough. And there wasn't enough help, I guess, for them. Now, hopefully, somebody else can move into that building. As uh, I know that we had a caller when we were discussing housing. There was a caller who would call in and talk about how they were refurbishing the apartments there that are over the restaurant. So certainly somebody's going to have an interest in getting another business on the first floor. But there's another local business that was owned by local people, their dream to own a restaurant. You know, we covered it extensively when they, when they announced that they were opening. And they're not able to stay afloat. Yeah, but we've had businesses that have. There's a story today that Maddie from Fun 107 wrote. Sally's a pizza. I think I'm saying that right from New Haven, is now coming into Massachusetts. Not here locally, but opening two Massachusetts locations, which will be a far closer drive for those of you interested than going to New Haven. Now, I have never...
gotten in the car and driven to New Haven just for pizza, although I have talked about doing so. But if I'm going in that direction, I usually will stop. New Haven pizza is just different. Some people say it's the best. I don't know. I like it now and then. I don't think it's something I would eat on a regular basis. But then again, I'm not really eating pizza on a regular basis anyway. But we have, you know, a a business from Connecticut that's now looking to come into Massachusetts. So it can't just be Massachusetts policies. We have the Maven's Delicatessen in Pawtucket that just opened up last week. We have the story today that it is actually closing for a couple of days just to catch their breath because they've been so overwhelmed with the response that they've gotten. Will that last? 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Although now not in New Bedford, in Metapoisett, my son and I took the recommendation from you and one of your callers to go to the Mattapoisett Diner, mm-hmm. Pandolfi's, for their roast beef sandwich. I'm telling you, that was a very, very filling meal. And my son, who generally can eat quite a bit, he had to take half of it home because it was so filling. But what I wanted to mention was the French fries. You would not think that the French fries would be much different than any other place. But these French fries reminded me of the days when my father took a potato and would put it through a French fry cutter and make the homemade French fries, and that's what you got at this restaurant. My son and I were were both in agreement. It was the most delicious French fries we've ever had anywhere, anywhere. And uh, I was even thinking, too, if they do fish and chips, maybe on a Friday or a Saturday, I'd like to go there and uh, have the fish and chips, and, and, and primarily for the French fries, because I'm telling you, those French fries are out of this world. Yeah, Brian does a great job over there, and he puts a lot of love and care into everything he puts out. And, um, and I know he'll be, he'll be so happy to hear that. And, and that's the thing, is when you've got somebody that, that is doing what they love, you know, they can take some hits. I know he's taking some hits over there. Um, but, you know, you can try to struggle and survive. And if you get the support of the community, you know, you you can keep going. And that's certainly an example of that. Well, I'm telling you, the Metapoise at Dinah has won us over. That's for sure. We'll definitely be back. So uh, it's it's too bad that we lost the diner in on Chabot Avenue in New Bedford. Because I'm sure that um, Phil Paleologus and his wife had done such a great job with that. But that doesn't mean that you can't have that kind of an experience in any other type of restaurant. It doesn't have to be a diner. And I think the diner style is kind of making a comeback. There are a lot of places that are going for that type of format, even if it's not in a traditional diner building. And I think that that's a good sign because... There's a lot of like just blue collar people that want a no frills meal. They're not looking to spend $25 a plate every time they go out. They just yeah. want to be able to go out and have something good and then move on with their day. I'll tell you one place uh, in New Bedford that we love. Destination Soups on Union Street. Mm-hmm. They make the most delicious soups. In fact, one soup that I had there that I was so surprised was quite honestly better than mine. <laughs> 
was their kale soup. And what they do is they make the regular kale soup recipe, let's say, but they add a little bit of thyme and rosemary to it. Mm. And what a unique flavor that gives it. It gives it a really good variation, a really good taste. And I've never, ever had a bad meal at the Destination Soups restaurant in New Bedford. We are spoiled here. We have a lot of great places to eat. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So we have to really go to the places that we do have, and that way we keep them going, we keep them running, you know. And it's just too bad that there's some places that have to close for whatever the reasons are. But um, we just have to keep the ones that we do have in business by going to them. Absolutely. Well, you have a great day. You as well. Take care. Thanks. Bye. And if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. But that is, I mean, that is the case, is we've got to support what we have. And if you like a place, you know, visit it as often as you can. Spread the word. It doesn't have to be just a place that, you know, you hear about here. It could be everybody has their own favorites. I know folks who are um, adamant about places that I never would have thought to go to. I never would have said, well, how is that place going to be any different than any other, you know, lunch place or breakfast place or anything? But then you hear your friends talking about it and you go and you try it. And I've been so lucky in my career to have been, I was a a restaurant critic for, for about a decade for the Standard Times. And now getting to do shows in restaurants here at WBSM and getting to try out places through Seize the Deal. You know, I've been very fortunate to be able to try a lot of these places and realize just how lucky we really are. I've got to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few moments. And you can talk with me. However, you're just going to have to wait until after the news because we're going to be going into the newsroom and getting all the headlines of the day with Ariel. But on the other side of that, 508-996-0500 or app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. We can talk more about these local businesses that are closing, some local businesses that are opening. It'll be an interesting 2024 to see what happens. And, uh, and certainly... We have had a very interesting 2023 as well. But right now, let's go into the newsroom with Ariel. President Biden and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky are set to meet later today at the White House. Zelensky will also meet with lawmakers on Capitol Hill during his visit that comes at a critical moment in negotiations for emergency aid to Ukraine. Israel says its soldiers are surrounding the last Hamas strongholds in the northern Gaza Strip as its war against the Palestinian militant group Hamas continues. Israel's defense minister says Hamas battalions in the region are on the verge of dismantling. Meantime, meantime, the Israel defense forces are stepping up attacks in the central part of the Gaza Strip. Expelled former New York Congressman George Santos is reportedly in plea negotiations with federal prosecutors as Santos is expected for a court appearance today. The Republican who was expelled from the House December 1st faces 36 separate federal charges ranging from money laundering and identity theft to conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States. Google is on the losing end of an antitrust lawsuit filed by the video game company Epic Games after a jury found the Google Play phone app is an illegal monopoly. Epic Games, maker of the popular Fortnite game, has been fighting Google and Apple for years over how the app store's payment sharing systems work. The company changed its software so customers could pay Epic directly to get around paying Google as much as 30%, and the game was kicked off the Google platform. 
More Americans are traveling on planes or by car this holiday season. Travel is still on the upswing after the COVID-19 pandemic. AAA predicts over 115 million Americans will travel at least 50 miles over the last 10 days of the year. It's the highest projection since 2019. The NFL kicks off its special meeting today. The event, also known as the Front of Office Accelerator, takes place in Irving, Texas and will wrap up on Wednesday. The focus of the meeting will be on international play. Sports Business Journal reports the agenda will include an ownership vote, which would require all 32 teams to play at least one home game outside of the U.S. every four years. In more sports, the Celtics are seeking their second straight win. After taking down the Knicks by 10 points last week, the Celtics play host to the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. Boston enters tonight's battle, having won four of its last five games. One of the top quarterbacks in college football is declaring for the 2024 NFL Draft. North Carolina quarterback Drake May is foregoing the remainder of his eligibility to enter his name. ESPN ranks May as the second overall prospect in the 2024 NFL Draft class. And the Patriots are currently projected to have the second pick in the upcoming draft. New England hosts the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. And the Bruins could be without a couple key players for tomorrow night's game against the Devils. Head coach Jim Montgomery confirmed Monday that forward Paval Zaka and defenseman Charlie McAvoy are each today today with upper body injuries. The Bruins have won four of their last five games. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Quite a cold start to your Tuesday morning under mostly sunny skies. Uh, it does feel like in the mid to lower 20s. As we head into the afternoon, plenty of sunshine. Temperatures will be registering low 40s. 44 is the normal high, but the wind chill, it will be a little bit breezy. It won't be windy, but it'll still feel like in the upper 20s, mostly clear. T- tonight, very cold temperatures in the lower 30s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Stream WBSM live, crystal clear, with one touch. The WBSM app. favorite Billy Joel songs and uh, one of my favorite Billy Joel albums, Stormfront. But so we were talking about some local businesses that are opening, some that are closing, talking about going to extremes. 
We've had some that have had to shutter their doors, some that are opening their doors. And, uh, and I'm sure we'll see a lot of the same in 2024. One place that's been around and that you know and you love is just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth. Hold on. Apologies, I had to sneeze. And so that is a place that you know is synonymous with good quality food, delicious food that is going to fill you up and not cost you a fortune. And Tuesdays are a very special day over at Just Another Phoenix because seniors get free coffee with the purchase of their breakfast. So it's just a little way that they can give back and help you save some money and make it so that you can start your day the right way, the Just Another Phoenix way, because they've got all your breakfast favorites, but they also have all those creative specials that they put on the menu as well. Every weekend, they have a special menu that will just blow your mind with some of the creativity that they have, but they also have different takes on some of the things that you expect to find on a breakfast menu. Go over there and try their cheese roll. Their cheese roll is amazing, and not only that, you can get it stuffed with whatever you want. Bacon, sausage, onions, peppers, whatever you want in your cheese roll, they can do that for you. And have some of their home fries with it, too. They have some of the best home fries around. And not only can you get it all right there at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant, but you can also get it through their drive through window, which makes it really convenient if you're heading to Providence and you know you have to go around. <laughs> you can't take the Washington Street Bridge. you got to take the long detour. Get yourself some breakfast at Just Another Phoenix first so that you can, uh, you know, it's probably going to be lunchtime by the time you get to work. So make sure you have something to fill you up on the way. Just Another Phoenix Restaurant, Fonz Corner Road in North Dartmouth. All right, we are talking about some of these places that have opened, some that have closed. And, of course, we have that ebb and flow every year of businesses. It has probably been magnified in recent years because of the pandemic and because of the inflation. But also, as has been discussed quite a bit on the station in the, in the last couple of weeks, taxes are a big issue. And if you are looking to start a business, some people are saying, well, why wouldn't I go to Fall River? where the commercial tax rate is lower. And I think you have, each city has its charms. Each city has its reasons to want to be in those locations. But the biggest thing that I think New Bedford has going for it when it comes to being able to bring in places and, and, and keep them going is the fact that you are surrounded by other things. I don't know what else you're doing when you go to Fall River. Like, let's just say you're going to a restaurant. What else are you doing in Fall River? I took someone to Miss Lizzie's Coffee on, on Saturday morning. Saturday, Saturday, Yeah, Saturday morning. And it was like, all right, well, what else are we going to do here before we leave Fall River? Whereas you, I mean, this is just my experience. Maybe you can call in and, and make suggestions. But I go to New Bedford, I can think of a lot of things. In fact, I avoided New Bedford this time while this person was visiting because I was afraid we would run out of time before we had to be at our paranormal event. So I don't know. I think that that's a big draw for a lot of businesses too, to know that you are surrounded by other businesses that will just increase the likelihood that somebody comes and frequents yours. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. You know, I don't know why these people are so negative. New Bedford is wonderful. We have a lot of wonderful restaurants. I wish these people would stop being so negative and look at the glass as half full instead of half empty. There's a lot of wonderful places here. They should go elsewhere and see. Then they'll really 
respect and love New Bedford. I'm sorry. I'm tired of the negativity. Well, I mean, when you when you see places that, that close, I mean, do you just think that that's kind of the natural flow of business? Some places don't make it. Some places have to close. Yeah, that happens. But I go out to eat many times, and let me tell you, the restaurants are always full. And, I mean, there's David's, there's Top Shelf. I mean, we the baker, there's lines to get in there. I mean, come on. Let's, you know, let's be a, a lot more positive. There's too much negativity on the station. Well, That's I, all I have to say, but New Bedford is a great, great city, and people should appreciate it. That's all, right. all I have to say. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Have a good day. And uh, I, I don't think I'm being negative about it. I'm just trying to be matter of fact about it. You know, we've we've got some places that are closing. And again, as I said, places will open. And maybe the places that are vacated by these businesses that are closing, somebody else will come in and, and be successful for, you know, 20, 30 years. And not every business that closes is based on, has anything to do with the fact that it's even in New Bedford. Sometimes it's the business model. Sometimes it's the product. Sometimes it's, you know, extenuating circumstances for the owners. There's a lot of different reasons. We did have a period uh, earlier this year where there were a bunch of restaurants, or maybe it was late last year, but there was a bunch of restaurants that kind of closed in succession for different reasons. And that kind of got people's haunches up a little bit until you started to look at it and you realized what was really going on. And you say, well, this is just, I don't want to say coincidence, but it's just happenstance. And, and I think that that's probably what you're seeing a little bit here too. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Can you tell me which ones are closing? Because I just kind of was waking up. Sure. I was talking about, um, uh, we have the articles up to uh, Healthy Bites Meal Prep is closing after eight years. And uh, and Crave is closing after being open since 2019. So it's at four years. Oh, so the one, uh, is it that long for Crave? Yep. Um, Healthy Bites is, um, where is that one? Way up on Bellevue Avenue? Yeah, they have a couple of locations, I believe. But yes, the on Belleville it used to be. I think that was the music shop beforehand. And they used to um, deliver too, right? Yeah. I never had their food, but I've had some of it here. It was very good. I mean, i I wish, I wish I could be, you know, have the forethought enough to want to order things ahead of time of what I was going to eat, but because it would have been very convenient for me. But I just, um, I never did sign up for it. You know, I went to Crave a couple of times, but I don't know, too bad they didn't make it. It, um, it was a little pricey. Did you ever go there? I did. I went and had, you know, just for the novelty of having the seafood boil, I went there and had that. I was I was um, very happy with it. It was just, it was a lot of food for, for just one person. Oh, no, I, I was, it wasn't a lot of food when I was there, but it was a little pricey. And I don't think it was spectacular. Maybe if they would have came down a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess part of it is, you know, what, what's the, what's the product that you're offering? I was, I was having that seafood boil, which I'm sure is going to be expensive no matter what, but I didn't, I didn't have any of the other like regular meals. I know Gazelle was a big fan of, uh, some of the other things on the menu there. Every, uh, and, the, the, um, alcohol was a little high too. Uh, I don't know if I had a drink when I was there. I probably, yeah, I probably I mean, skipped it cause I knew I was eating seafood and I, and I have a tendency to get gout flare ups. So I probably skipped the alcohol. That, oh, yeah. Well, that's a big place, too. I wonder what would go in there. 
Yeah, you would need a, a pretty, I mean, you could maybe divide the space, but certainly you've got a lot of space in there if you want to open up a restaurant. Yeah, see, I never went back. I went once or twice the most, and I didn't get back there, so I don't know what it is. Maybe it's location, but when it was the Chinese place, they did good. Yeah, I think that was just a family decision to, to close that up and, and to sell it off, if I remember correctly. They were just kind of retiring. Oh, anyways, downtown is opening, you know, the um, on the bottom of Union, where the National was. Mm -hmm. I think they're making a restaurant there, um, Average Joe's, the owner, Silverstein. Yeah, there's you're going to see a lot of restaurants opening up in 2024. I shouldn't say a lot, but there's going to be multiple places that are going to be open up in 2024. So that's why I'm saying, like, it's, it's kind of an ebb and flow. We're going to see some places close, but some places are going to be opening, too. Well, I asked the girl what was going to be, what kind of food in there, and she said, like, a southwestern tapish. Did you ever hear of stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and that's the thing is we, we can have a variety of different cuisines here in New Bedford. Not everything has to be another Portuguese restaurant or another seafood restaurant. You know, we can, I think the people here are cultured enough that they'll try different things. Isn't there going to be another restaurant around the corner from there, too? Uh, like, like um, I thought where Kruger's was. What's, wasn't somebody doing something with that? I know there's like five restaurants on tap. I don't remember which ones are exactly where. Um, if Kristen's listening, she's usually pretty good about knowing. She can send me a note and tell me who's going where. Oh, all right. I'll be listening. And I can tell you we'll have stories about them as they open. That's for sure. Thank you, Tim. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. I say that because, um, you know, every time we write articles about restaurants opening, everybody wants to read them. We know that it's something that you all care about. Caller, hang on. I've got to take a break. I'll be back in just a few moments. I just don't want to fall too far behind. Um. In 508-996-0500. We got a couple app chat messages too on the WBSM app. Molly in Fairhaven says, take a walk on the boardwalk from Heritage Park along the Taunton River. Then go see a show at the Narrows next time you visit the city of Troy, Tim. Uh, yeah, those are some good Fall River suggestions. And actually, fr uh, Saturday when we were in Fall River, the weather was really nice. I uh, didn't even have a jacket on. And so, yeah, that would have been a good day to go down there. I'm just watching the clock the whole time, worrying about getting to Weymouth in time for our event. Um, but certainly, you know, there's there's a lot of things. And I'm also thinking, too, when I get somebody here that's here for a paranormal reason, like what other, like, haunted places can I bring them to? Uh, we're, it's funny because I was actually going to say we should go to Fort Tabor, and I can show you around. We can't go into any of the haunted buildings, but I can show you around and tell you the stories. 
and we would have been there right around the time that they discovered the the infant's body. So it's probably better that we we didn't go there. Um, but we ended up, you know, getting getting to the event on time and being able to have a good night there at the Emory Estate in Weymouth. A lot of a lot of things that happened there, but it was it's just such a nice place to go to. And they're going to be doing some daytime tours if people want to get in and and check it out. Uh, just great history, especially if you are a follower of Reverend Billy Graham, as the Emory family was. So you can actually get in there and be in the place that he stayed in, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, also got a message from Brock who says, well, let me bring that back up again. Not to be negative, but after dark, what is there to do in New Bedford besides a bar or restaurant? Sure, the Z, but that's plan ahead. What's available for more spontaneous or on-the-go fun besides food and alcohol that makes New Bedford any different than anywhere else? I mean, I think you've you've got some places. You've got uh, play, you've which you don't have to drink to go there and, and have fun. You can go and, and see some music, some live performances at some of the different places, but... Uh, you know, what else would you want to see? What, what what do we need to have to, to draw people in? We have things around the city. I mean, you could always go bowling, although Wonder Bowl has a lot of leagues at night. But bowling is always a, a possibility. But, you know, the movie theater's gone from town. There's a lot of things that we could have that we don't. What would you like to see? 508-996-0500 or send me an app chat message. Got to take my final break of this hour, though. We'll be back in a few. And that's going to do it for this hour. Stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.